Hello everyone, Vio here. Before we get started, this episode has some themes that might not be suitable to everyone. This entire episode will um, take place mostly inside a cave with people being trapped inside of it by a cave-in and the constant threat of further cave-ins. So if this is something that might trigger you or just not be your cup of tea, maybe skip this episode. So I hope I'll see you next time. And if you're still around, have fun listening to this episode. It is dark and it is quiet. Just a few moments ago, the entire world seemed to only exist of shuddering earth, thundering crashes of falling rock, screams of panic and billowing dust that scratches and burns at lungs and eyes. Then, nothing. The echoes of the early cacophony vibrate through the confines of the old cave system, slowly dying away. A small rock tumbles down the slope of the newly formed pile of debris, making soft clacking noises before landing on a piece of dirty orange cloth and quieting. Robin Gray stirs first. I'm gonna stand up and, or try to stand up and You look can, a lot me. of like rocks and dust like tumbles from off of your back. I assume you sort of got thrown all through yourself at the ground and covered your head and as you stand up like small rocks and dust and earth falls off of you mm -hmm. and it's pitch black you can't see anything do i have my phone with me i'm gonna say not a phone but if you have a watch with like a little like light on it or something then that i think would make sense all right that doesn't help too much though with actual light so i'm gonna <laughs> feel around and see whether i can find the others Okay, you sort of, like, try to pat around you and you grab a leg. Max, someone grabs your leg. I instinctively kick. Thank you. <laughs> as you kick, you, um, your leg, as you draw it um, back after you kicked it, you your knee sort of punches something soft and will someone just kicked you in the ribs? What do you do? Uh, do I just, am I w woken up by that? <laughs> I mean, you're not, like, unconscious or anything, but probably okay. in a stupor from, like, the world collapsing around you. I I, I just grunt. I grunt in pain. Uh, how, how, how buried are we? You're not buried as such. Um, you, before the entire world went, like, black and crashed down, basically, um, you were just a few steps inside the entrance, and as you saw or felt the cave caving in you i assume you and you were going to sprint forward as fast away or as far away as you could um and the earth like trembling and stuff threw you to the ground and then it was just noise and trembling and crashing and now it has died down i would the other team were a, a few steps before you because they cheated and got mm. in first I, I will try to uh, conjure the illusion of fire uh, into oh, my hand. Interesting. <laughs> nice. That's a brains roll. Two dice. If it's a four, I'm going to scream. It is not. Uh, brains was Yay. below, right? Below your number, which then is a Then that's two four. successes. That's a three and a two. Great. Two successes means it works well. 
you open your hand and a heatless illusion of a flame appears and you see Max lying next to you and maybe trying to see what grabbed her leg and Robin like lying a few or maybe now standing crouching a few um, a bit behind you in front of you you see the shadowy forms of three other kids and behind you you just see like shadows and boulders um i'm going to try uh to sit up you can you're very dirty but you are not you have a few bumps and bruises and cuts and stuff like that but you're not that badly injured and you hear a groaning from the people in front of you and isabel like sitting up and rubbing her head and looking at you what the fuck was that are the others okay I, Yumi, Yumi, and she kicks at like the leg of the person next to her. Yep, and Yumi sits up as well and shakes um, Ryan awake. Who's like, is it over? Is it over? Tell me it's over, please. I mean, something's over. I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't supposed to be a part of the challenge. Whatever gave you that idea? Yeah, no, no, no reason to be snippy here. It's just. I, I think we should try to get out yes, of here, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the way we're gonna go. I mean, I don't know what your superpowers are, but I don't think any one of you can move like a landslide full of rocks. I can maybe do it if I have a lot of time, but uh, I don't want to move anything that could lead to the rest of the cave collapsing, so yeah. As you say that, as if on cue... You see a few rocks tumbling down and the entire thing shuddering a bit. Cave come down from the ceiling, not hitting any of you, but you sense that this is still very much unstable. And Will, you actually notice something else. Mm. You sense a sort of after tremor, but not with your human senses, with like your demon senses or the part of you that is tuned into the magical like frequency. I, I note that down in my mind and keep it to myself because I don't think anyone else could do anything with that information. <laughs> I mean, we were supposed to go into the cave, right? So there might be an exit um, somewhere like the other side, right? I mean, hopefully there's a camp counselor there. I mean, we've seen... Who, who have we seen? We have seen the dick guy. We have seen... The, the, the tree hugger and the terraformer was outside. Has anyone seen Regen or, or, or Clive? Or maybe they kept the healer back at the camp because some of our incompetent colleagues probably like stubbed their toe or something. I mean, I assume they're gonna have everyone looking for us, right? <laughs> Isn't terraformer right outside the camp entrance? Yeah. So... Obviously, she's not doing anything. I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that something's happening here. We get these rumbles. We should probably move in further. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's the first clever thing you've said. Yeah, you can be snarky once we're out of the danger zone. He, he walks. As you walk along the um, cave tunnel, still lit only by um, your illusory um, like fire hand. I spread it now to style. make it look like I'm uh, I'm on fire, Ghost Rider style, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with like this monochrome uh, fire. Um, Yumi actually sidles up to you and says, "This is 
very cool. Oh, actually, hold on a second. She comes to a stand and furrows her brow and makes a few hand motions at you and the dust and debris sort of slides out from like the creases in your clothes and out of your hair and you actually feel the like scratching and itching sensation of having sand that's like sort of sliding out of her, out of your clothes and to the floor. There. We can we can work together on this, right? I mean, I can't do that much like <sighs> I can do a bit of earth manipulation, but mostly dust to be honest. I can sandblast them and maybe we can dig ourselves out if we have a few years. I don't think we do. Yeah, don't don't worry yeah. about it too much. We're gonna get out of here together. Mm-hmm. This is a this is still a summer camp. Like they've clearly set up a way for us to get out, right? I hope. I really, really hope. And Ryan comes over and says, um, "I'm really sorry, but I left my rucksack outside. So, do do any of you have like any water or food or something? I'm trying to like make remember my survival training." Do I any of you have water? Not water, but Max still has the Nutri-Boss. Mm. <laughs> Maybe like one small bottle or something, but I feel like it's mostly just weird shit you wouldn't actually need at summer camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I assume Will doesn't have water on himself, but he probably has like apple juice, uh, an apple juice packet in his pocket dimension. No, you we, can't. Yes, the actually, we established the this, that you don't have anything like edible in yeah. the. Oh, yeah, true. We said we're, that. We're, we're yeah, true. Yeah. We've established that. So he has an apple juice packet in his backpack, but he's not going to mention that. Good. Unless it becomes oh. like necessary for survival that we share the apple juice. And then we can still just <laughs> share the apple juice between the two, uh, b- between the three of us, and eat Ryan for dinner or something. This is a summer camp. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, um, we we are not in any sort of immediate danger because it's not going to take them more than a day to get us out of here, I'm pretty sure. They have people who can bend the earth. Isabel turns around and walks back towards you and you see that um, her shirt is suddenly glowing, um, like these um, phosphorescent sort of glow-in-the-night mm. kind of stuff. Okay, I, sh- I see something up there. It, it looks like... like I don't know, like a fog in the road, but it's a cave. How? What do you call that? I mean, I thought about crossroads, but that's like when roads cross, and this is definitely not a road. I mean, look Does at this floor. It matter? We can discuss nomenclature as soon as we're out of here, right? <sighs> Fine. You guys, you stay with me. These are ba- these guys are a bad influence. What? You who came up. Me? Who did she, did she say that? <laughs> who did she to? talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan is, is she a bad switching influence? teams. <laughs> um, Ryan sort of shrugs at you apologetically and says, "She's the boss." See, are any of you hurt? If you have any like cuts or something, I can like clean them. I'm pretty good at that. Maybe that sounds. And he sort helpful. of wiggles his hand around. I'll get my wounds clean. Okay, just uh, you know what? I'm just gonna give you a deep clean all around. And he sort of comes over. I'm gonna touch you. Is that fine? Because last time you reacted sort of. A bit touchy. I mean, I depends so. on what you mean by deep clean. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on where that hand goes, all right? Okay, I will touch a part of your skin. You will yeah. feel a tingling. I will right. just remove all yeah. bad bacteria from your skin. I understand. Including just those in the cuts. Yes, purify me. Is that fine me. with you? Purify me already. F- 
fine. And he sort of takes your hand and closes his eyes and concentrates. And you feel, as he described, this tingling sen sensation all over you, um, all over your skin. And then he um, takes his hand away and says, so there you go. You're not going to get an infection now. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, honestly, thank you. Uh, this, you know. You still sound sarcastic. I don't know what it, it might is. Be my accent. It's just we're, y you know, we're in opposite teams in a summer camp. That that doesn't mean that, you know, I hate you or anything like that. It, this is just a game. We're going to continue on this way. You're going to continue on that way. After the summer camp, we'll never have to talk to each other again. Oh, we, we don't? I mean, <laughs> I wasn't planning to. Oh, oh, okay. Will has a fan. I mean, it's not personal. <laughs> it's not personal. It's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, uh, I'm going to go back to Izzy before she tears my head off. Yeah. And she sort of walks off and you can see his his ears sort of getting red as he walks off. Uh, as soon as and they're gone, I turn to the others like, okay, so those aren't going to be superheroes, right? Like <laughs> cleaning and dust? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, Although I, I do think Ryan has a crush on you. I do think that too, yeah. Ugh. Robin says very sheepily, uh, looking at Max, <laughs> hoping that Max hasn't caught on to the big crush that they have. <laughs> Max hasn't. I'm not looking for uh, for for anything like that here, right? It's stupid. I don't want to have a relationship. He he walks stompy forward. <laughs> oh, very teenager of you. <laughs> I'm an early bloomer. <laughs> As you stomp away, you actually hear a bit of like clattering from rocks behind you and you feel another wave of this aftershock of magical energy. And as this wave like reaches you, the illusory fire around you sort of grows bigger for a moment and sort of flares up. Yeah, so <laughs> Max probably just thinks that Will has a tantrum. <laughs> so she says, don't freak out now, Will. I'm not freaking out. That... Did you, did, you didn't feel that, did you? What? The the surge. What surge? Isn't that a film or something? No. <laughs> or, or a drink? <laughs> all right. It's, um, since we've been here, whenever there's like one of these small shakes, I feel a surge of like magical energy. Like from inside the cave? Can I pinpoint a direction? Yes, the wave comes from behind you, so you assume it's near or almost at the exact place as the initial cave-in. Mm. You also remember that the magical fire f fought against itself um, when uh, Isabel sort of messed around with it. I'm getting the feeling that whatever this magical effect was that kept the door up and that made the cave-in is still here somewhere. Like, this, the spell hasn't ended. It's still doing something. So we'll have to catch and, like, tame a Firefox or something, maybe? I don't know, but I, I think this might be a timer. This is something the camp counselors don't... I, I don't think they've considered that. It, this might, might, you know, hurt the integrity of the cave system. Maybe you should go easy on the magic... While that's going on. Maybe we should speed up while that's going on. So you continue along the little tunnel and you see in front of you the 
other team, they are standing in the place where to the right and left the tunnel is splitting up and sort of looking at it indecisively. And Ryan turns around as he hears your footsteps and sort of nudges the other ones. Um, they all turn around and look at you. So I guess one to the left, one to the right. I'm gonna try to see whether there's a difference, like yeah. whether there's a road less traveled, shall we say. <laughs> or maybe mm -hmm. you can find a breeze or something. Yeah, something like that. Or hear rushing water or something. Something you could perceive <laughs> in some way. Yes. That sounds like a roll to me. Yes. I would say that's a brain roll with two dice. Yeah. Why do I roll sixes? It's a six and a three, so it's one success. It's like the one die I know. number you should not roll. Ah. So that's a partial success. Mm -hmm. As you look around, you notice that on the floor, um, below a like layer of dust and small rocks, a rune um, that looks like in front of each of the entrances to the other tunnels. One of them looks like the rune that was on your stone that you got from mm. playing baseball instead of tornado. Uh, Will is gonna put his hand in the pocket of his jacket and pull the stone out of it. What, do I hold it up to it? Uh, he, he tries to hold it up to the symbol. Nothing happens. Um, do you guys also have a stone with a rune on it? You mean this one? And Isabel pulls out a, a stone similar to yours, but with the rune you can see on the floor of the left cave entrance. That makes the decision easier. Uh, maybe hold both stones up at the same time. Maybe we actually need to cooperate with our opposite number. But why do they give us like a head start if you have to cooperate? I'm asking myself the same question. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just to show us the way. Hmm. Is there anything that looks like you could put the stone into it? If you want to have a closer look at it, I would say that's another role. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll try that. That's one die, uh, one mind die, right? Yeah, um, I'm thinking, like, do you want to have it, a look at it, like, just with your normal senses, or do you want to have a look at, like, is there anything magical about it? I mean, I think we already settled before that it seems like it isn't magical, at least. Okay. So yeah. I'm just going to use my normal senses. Okay, then just one die. Brains. Uh, that's a four. Nice. <laughs> hey, ultra power. So you can ask me a question. You have ultra power. Yes. But... You have a look at the runes and they look exactly as, like, they look very fancy, but they are not any runes you recognize from, like, any sort of language, you know. They mm. look more like runes that you can see, like, in, in video games or something that are just supposed to look runey and mysterious. And actually, as you draw a bit closer, you can actually see a... Um, a word just carved with like very shallowly and with very bad handwriting below it. Um, the one to the right, below the rune um, that is yours, or the one on your stone, it says body. And the one on the left says mind. Mm. Mm. Brain and brawn, you could say. <laughs> oh, you can still have a question. Yeah, the quest my question is, do I see anything here that looks like it would be body interactable, maybe destructible or something along those lines? No, not really. You see a lot of rocks and boulders. Um, between two rocks, you see a flash of white, like paper or something, mm. as you look around for something that looks like a body sort of mm. challenge. I'll, I'll walk up to it and take it. 
uh, you you can pull it out and it looks like a piece of parchment that is you see it was a normal piece of paper that someone tried to make look like parchment and you actually see maybe not quite a diary entry but a entry of some sort with like the heading being the king of the mountain and then a few short sentences so all of you including you will know about the king of the mountain it's like the local like ghost story that mm. people tell each other um mostly to scare children the story is this and it's like recounted very briefly on this piece of paper um, that a few hundred years ago there was this evil king who had some sort of like mind control powers and wanted to like rule the world and to do that he found people with superhuman abilities and basically mind controlled them into an army there was a big war and everything and at last the forces of good prevailed and he was captured afterwards he was executed but he swore with his dying breath that he would return and come to power once more one of these classic evil american kings <laughs> yes <laughs> the old um, legendary kings of america <laughs> and it says that his body was like placed under a enchanted mountain so that his spirit could never find um find its way back to um to the world and gain power again but people still say that if someone goes missing that it's like the king trying to rebuild his army and actually in the summer camp it's like the running joke that if someone sees anything spooky it's like the king on the mountain who comes to mm. steal you away and as you see there are a few like runes carved on it as well and they look the same kind of fancy looking but ultimately meaningless runes that you see on your stone and on the floor yeah i i turn around to the others and say well this paper says something about the king of the mountain and it tells tells his story ryan sort of perks up and looks interested and isabel just rolls her eyes none of this magic stuff here is real like these runes aren't real runes i'm sorry to, to to break the illusion but i want all of us to get out of here alive and i think that works better if we're not scared for our lives because of them some ghost these runes aren't real i don't think we're actually dealing with the king of the mountain here. i think that's just flavor for this challenge makes sense mm, that makes sense mm -hmm. i mean i've tried to have a look at the runes and there's like no magic on them anywhere so oh wait want to use a magic user yeah ryan sort of lifts his hand how do you think i like clean stuff what okay so so your magic is just cleaning yeah d d i don't know are you it's actually are you pretty awesome if you think about it um like i can i can like i can remove like curses from people by cleaning them I all can, right i guess that's good like, i mean cleaning or purifying is just anything that doesn't belong there i can wait make disappear maybe call it purging rather than cleaning then or something i mean that's just what my parents are calling it i mean it's just sort of if there's something that doesn't belong somewhere i can remove it like how with with the fire for example when isabel tried to change the color it didn't work at first we tried it when you guys were still like getting crushed by the tornado i assume but i when i went over there when you were there i saw a change in the mechanic and like if i remove the part that tells the i mean anyway will tries to will, will tries to go into demon mode okay as you go into demon mode you actually feel a magical shuddering as if like 
the magic that you use to change your form caused another one of these little aftershocks. And Ryan shudders as well. All right, sorry okay. about that. I just what had to make. What the fuck is that? I'm sorry. Just had to make sure that you didn't purify something that shouldn't be purified. All right. Just wanted to check. Well, uh, we said well. we said less magic, less magic. Yeah, sorry. It's just <laughs> if if that if that uh, cleaner boy had transformed my demon out of me, that would have really sucked. Because like I had to go through so many challenges to get that thing into me. Wait, you have a you demon inside of you? You did that of your own free will. You know, I'm I'm under 18, so I kind of don't have a free will in that sense. <laughs> My parents made the contract. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's not legal for children to make a magical contract. Right. Anyways, I had to prove... put a demon inside of you? No, I put a demon inside of me. My parents just did the signature. I, I, I did that of my own accord with my own work. What do you have to do to get a demon inside of you anyway? That's a long story and you don't want to hear about it. Because I, I, uh, I had do. to do some pretty bad things in hell to get that thing into me. Now I want to know even more. Look, can we talk about this later? I'm going to transform back. Uh, I, I don't want the cave to be angry. Uh, and he transforms back. Isabel still looks at you like shocked and actually took a few steps away from you. And Ryan just looks at you like shaking his head and like, I don't know, that's very cool and very stupid at the same time. I'm completely and in just control. Just so you know, I could not. I'm, I'm like, I'm 13. I cannot exercise a demon yet, like at all. All right, I'm an, I'm an early bloomer. We all get it. We, we, can, we can leave now. We can, we can try to continue on, all right? The Mountain King's apparently here. Apparently this is a Mountain King flavored mission. <laughs> the Mountain King, you believe in this little story? No, as I said m numerous times now, I don't. Hey, Isabel, can you just shut up for like five minutes so we can figure this out? Yeah, shut up, Isabel. Oh, do you want to throw down? I'm no, I don't. Down. I want to leave. Oh, I don't want to be, be crushed by some spirit magic thing that haunts this cave. Then this maybe you can actually show a little respect. Respect? We aren't. We are only in this mess because you guys messed with the fire in the first place. Otherwise, this cave wouldn't have collapsed. Oh so can come we just on! Please As if go you on. wouldn't have cheated if you had the chance. Um, no, we're just better than no. you. We don't need to cheat. <laughs> okay, better than us. Then why did we win? Because you were better than us. I mean, do you call no, this winning? Your small you call this winning little mind there? stuck in the rules made by the adults could not conceive of any way. You can change colors. Advantage. Guys. You don't have a high horse to rest on. Guys, oh, stop fighting. We need to actually like move forward so that the cave doesn't crush us or anything. How about I would say each group just gets into their fucking tunnel. And you can tell Max is really, really tense because she really swore just now. <laughs> and she grabs Yumi by the arm and throws her towards them. And she sort of looks at you a bit apologetically. And Ryan says, um, there's no chance I can go with you guys instead, is there? You can. I mean, I don't care. Ryan, I mean, get over here. I mean, this is still technically a challenge, right? This is a survival thing. They might need you. You're like one of the few people on that team that actually is a brain. One of the few people? There's only three people on that team. Yeah. <laughs> one y of the Yumi very, has... very few people. Yumi has half a brain. Yumi has half a brain. Okay, they have one of the <laughs> half a lot of halves, though. Very much. I mean, they are pretty much... I mean, Yumi is very nice and Isabel is just, like, 
super ruthless. I don't think they can. Oh, man. In my mind, this isn't a challenge anymore. If we survive anymore. this, maybe we could like hang out or something, make some s'mores on the barbecue. Sure. And he mostly looks at Will as he says that. <laughs> of course he does. I mean, there's supposed to be a barbecue in the end, right? I mean, we're gonna be there. I don't think we have a choice, honestly. <laughs> I guess I'll see you then. Oh, hold on. Oh, there's something itching around here. And he sort of rubs the back of his neck. And as he leaves, you hear a little clink. And the capsule with on the chain that he wore on his <laughs> neck is just sort of lying on the ground. Ah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go with the rest of my team. Yeah. I guess. Enjoy, en, en, enjoy yourself. You guys later. And he smiles at you and a lot longer at Will. <laughs> <laughs> and All right, uh, I'm gonna pick the thing up and check whether it's genuine. As you open it, you see a sort of uh, document that's uh, you see a few numbers and like stamped across His it like top numbers. secret, and it's right. printed out and not handwritten. So you assume it's from the camp because no, none of you have printers in your cabin or something. Well, shrugs. Uh, all right, let's continue on. We need to get so you're out going of here. along the side on the Our right side. path yes. where like yeah. as I you will, you're still pocket. doing like your fire hand yes. thing as you walk through the tunnel it's very similar to the one you just went through and as you round another corner you stand in front of a sheer wall that has a hole at like about chest height and three handprints above it the hole is about the size of your um, of your stone, and the symbol that is on your stone is again scratched or engraved across the entire wall. All right. I mean, seems pretty obvious what we're supposed to do here, right? Uh, yeah. All right. I have the stone. I'll I'll do it. I do it. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> I assume you're gonna stick the stone in yes. there. Yes. Yes. Nothing happens, but it seems to slot in there perfectly. I mean, there were like hand like hand prints there yeah. also right should we yeah. should we put the stone in and our hands yeah, yeah let's, do that. let's do that we we also put our hands on the wall <laughs> so each of you puts a we hand on the wall and as you do it there's like this green pulse of energy and the entire world just sort of goes misty green similar to the sword when it's not like in when it's in spectral form and your hand sort of goes through the wall you seem like right. you can walk through it now. Ooh. For the other team, since they had the Mind Stone, it was their forehead imprints. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, uh, Will wonders if the other team was capable of solving this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if Ryan would have come with us, that would have sucked for them, huh? <laughs> I mean, you don't know what kind of mystery they had, but they Not had true. a stone too, and... I mean, you One of them just put both similar. of their hands on the wall. Easy. <laughs> So as you walk through the misty wall, it feels like going through fog and you take a few steps and barely catch yourself before you fall into a pit right in front of you. Like you can still see a tunnel, like the walls and the ceiling are just the same as all the tunnels you have walked through before. Mm -hmm. But the floor for like 10 meters is just gone. You just see like a black hole. Are there mattresses at the bottom? <laughs> you don't know. Man, that seems dangerous, like huh? That seems like something that shouldn't be in a summer camp. So either this is extremely irresponsible or this was caused by all the, you know, cave-in stuff. I think both is a possibility. Yeah, Maybe yeah. there was a bridge and that's now lying at the bottom somewhere. That might be. 
Uh, how how big is the divide? Um, it's about 10 meters, I'd say. So oh, boy. Jumping possible if you're like an Olympic like long jump mm. person. Or a demon. Or a demon. <laughs> I could, or I could demon. jump this in demon mode. But first of all, another magic surge. Second of all, big vibrations from landing. So not the best option, I think. Yeah. Is there iron in the walls? <laughs> <laughs> I would say you can sense a few like flecks of iron um, in the walls, but not enough to like magnetize yourself to a wall. Okay. All right, Robin. Yes. You're sure you don't have powers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for yeah, the hundreds. I, I think you time. mentioned you have a sibling who can fly. Like you know, that would be pretty useful here. Yeah. Don't you believe I've tried that? <laughs> I mean, some people, you know, I'm an early bloomer, some bloom late, you know. I tried it yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I think your powers are pretty cool without flying. I don't have any powers. <laughs> I just like the idea of Robin, like, having a, like, a checklist of superpowers and just checks every day. Mm. Can I fly? No. Can I shoot eye lasers? No. Can I shoot normal lasers? No. <laughs> you only find out when oh, you, you fight with a bully at Sky High. That's the point where you find yes. out that you do have superpowers. <laughs> yes. In this era of superhero movies, I only reference the most uh, important and well-known ones. It's a when very good Sky movie, though. It is a very good movie. movie. So, 2005. Wow, it's just so... <laughs> We're in oh, with the zeitgeist. Oh, it's a 90s movie. In with the zeitgeist. Uh, oh, all right, I could try telekinesis, but that seems like a very bad move here. Because my telekinesis... I haven't really mentioned this so far. My telekinesis is like push and pull. So I could push you over or I could pull myself to the wall. Both seem pretty dangerous. Uh-huh. Yeah, agreed. Any of you got a rope? I assume everyone looks at Max's ginormous <laughs> <laughs> Max, do you have a rope? Well, do you have like link cable or something? <laughs> I feel like Max in my might pocket have dimension, but I don't want to cast if it's not, you know. <laughs> I feel like Max might actually have rope, but I feel like maybe we should just roll a die and see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I would say maybe that's a brains roll. Like if you had the foresight of hacking something like this, Mimi, you tell me. Is Max the kind of person that plans or does that just puts everything in there because it feels like it might be useful? Especially at that age, it's more like a, huh, this is kind of cool. I'm going to put that in my backpack. Mm. I have it, so I'm going to take it. <laughs> it's in my Ricky the Rat survivalist kit. Yeah, so I'm going to say this is emotional and impulsive retroactively. So brawn, I guess. That is a six. Yes. <laughs> nice. You have rope. Congratulations. All right. That's a start. Uh, and it seems sturdy enough to, like, hold your weight. I don't know, Max. Uh, are you are you capable at lassoing? I mean, I haven't tried in a few years. I could try to telekinesis it over, but I couldn't really, like, attach it to anything. I mean, there are some borders and rocks over there, but nothing you can just, like, stick a rope to. Yeah. If someone were to get over there with the rope... That would probably work. Mm. Or if you could last. <sighs> All right. T tie the rope to me. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. All right. I, I let you tie the rope to me. And then I'm like, all right. If I fall, p 
call. <laughs> and then I try to uh, telekinesis myself to the wall on the opposite side. This is a horrifically bad idea. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. It's the but best with we this have. Horrifically bad idea. You just got yourself an additional die for being uh, <laughs> d- uh, daring and awesome. I'm basically like a sandbag on a rope. It's being thrown over there. Yes, <laughs> I dig it. I would say this is Braun, pretty, pretty certain. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I would say Braun, your telekinesis, telekinesis ability helps, and the action is staring at us. Yeah, so. I'm rolling. Four and above. That's a six and two twos, so that's Eesh. one success. <laughs> I mean, that's a partial success. I mean, yes. at least you don't die. Max, Robin, you're just sitting there, like, um, trying to, like, judge how much rope he's going to need and just grabbing onto the rest and just bracing yourself. And will you yeet yourself over there? Yeah, I extend my arms forward and, like, pull uh, and fly over there like I was shot from a cannon. The problem Mm. is you slightly misjudged how much rope you needed. Mm. So... Just as you're about to reach the other side, Robin, Max, you feel the road um, growing tight and Will just sort of jerks a bit and falls backwards away from the rock that he was trying to pull himself towards and sort of skitters across the ground a bit and falls. At the very last minute, he manages to catch himself like with the like fingertips at the edge of the pit and he's hanging from his hands on the other side of the pit. The rope is taut in your hands. Will, you are dangling above a pit. And this oh. is where we end this episode, because that's a literal <laughs> cliffhanger and we have to. Hey. <laughs> now that you are a bit closer to the edge of the pit, you actually see, like, stone I, spikes at the bottom of it. I'd say oh I'm God, very close the to the edge of the pit. what the fuck is wrong with the counselors here? Yeah. <laughs> um... All right, there's spikes down there, so what the fuck? You also feel another magical wave. And Robin, Max, even you feel a slight tremor going through the earth. All right, Max, I'm not getting the feeling that your powers would help me here. Nope, just just turn into a demon and get up. We already had a quickly, tremor quickly. just from me launching myself. Isn't You're going to die dangerous? on the spikes. Curse my thin, weak and fragile body. Uh, <laughs> I I turn into the demon and bury my hands in the rock <laughs> to pull myself up. You do that. Um, as you do that, the trembling increases again and you actually see a sort of, it looks almost like a force field above the spikes, sort of wavering mm. and then just exploding into a bunch of sparks and disappearing. Okay, so there was a force pe- field, now it's gone. But you managed to pull yourself out of the hole. You're now in demon form with a slightly a bit uncomfortably tight rope tied around your torso. My mom is going to sue this camp so bad. <laughs> so the rope is, from from that description, probably not long enough that I can tie it around a lot of things here. Not a lot of them, but I would say I'm imagining like the coil of rope being like the one that like climbers use. So I would be pretty surprised if it's like if it's not 10 meters or like 15 or something. So I will I will say it's long enough to to tie it around the boulder um, on your side, but there's not a lot of rope on the other side left. 
actually, like, I'm gonna make this easier. Uh, we don't have to extend this rope in any way. I'm just gonna sit down in demon mode and hold onto the rocks. All right, <laughs> climb over. Okay, so we fasten the the rope on our side to something big. And okay, so heavy. now that like the slightly like the few meters of rope you need to tie to something is on your side, now it's just a a case of traveling across a rope across a pit of spikes. Okay, who who's going first? I think I'm going first. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Okay, Braun. I'm gonna need rescue. I'm just gonna say, I, how could anyone help with that? <sighs> I, mean, I mean, I'm helping. I'm shouting encouragement. No, I feel like Will is already helping, right? Yeah, I'm like uh, attached to the rope. Um, it, it helps in the way of if you would fall, I would help pull you out. I mean, to be fair, I feel like whether Will holds it or ties it down on the other side, it would be helping us either way. Yeah. yeah. Jumping over and getting yourself a rope, a rope bridge, I would say, is helping. So two dice for you. It's a one and a six again. Oh God, why? <laughs> why does it keep <laughs> happening to me? So you shuffle along the rope. It's maybe not something you've trained for a lot of the time. No. Um, <laughs> but you do it semi-competently. As you get to like the last third of it, you notice your hand starting to get a bit like tingly and you start feeling your muscles getting very tired and you feel yourself starting to slip a bit. You manage to catch yourself, but then your legs just can't do it anymore and slip from the rope. You manage to like hang onto it with your hands, but you're now dangling over the pit by just your hands and are close to falling. All right, this is what we prepared for. Uh, Robin, untie the rope on your side. I am doing that. Max, hold on to your dear life. <laughs> uh-huh. Before you untie it, I'm just gonna say the length that you have traveled and sort of eyeing the spikes, you have to pull on the rope to not yeah, get that's the idea. impaled on the spikes. That's the idea. I'm constantly pulling and as soon as it gets loose, I put like all my weight into it. Okay. I would say this is another bronze roll from your from, from oh you, Willoughby. Alright. But I would say Man of Fail would be fun, huh? Max well, just dies. Actually this is this is how Max dies. This is how <laughs> Max dies. Actually. Everything that happened so far was just a fever dream or a dream that Max had while unconscious. Everything so far was a wax <laughs> simile created by Will. Oh not no, it's not a facsimile, it's a maximile. Hey. Does it count as me helping? Sure. Three dice. Right. Four and above. Uh, then that's three successes. Five Yay. successes. So, Robin, you are standing at the last piece of the of the knot. Um, you share a very long moment just looking at Will and sort of trying, okay, this better work. And you let go of the of the knot. Will, in your demon form, you just I don't know. You jump backwards as soon as the rope just gets a little less, a little more loose. And Max, you just feel yourself being yanked out of the hole. And you don't know quite how you manage it. But you land on your feet. You stumble mm. a bit. But you're standing on the other side without a scratch on you. The rope is not all on your side. It's there's still some of it like half throughout these spikes. I imagine the movement of the rope kind of like a whipping motion, like pulling it up upwards. And so Max can sort of like fly with a bit more control 
and land. You promised to levitate her, so maybe that counts. I mean, yeah, I did, but this isn't really levitation. (laughs) Okay, so the situation now is Robin is still at the beginning. We don't have access to the rope anymore, really. I think the action here that needs me to spend the least magic is pulling you towards me but that, with telekinesis. But that means also detransforming. Yeah, uh, but then I don't have to retransform to uh, true, 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 true. secure yeah. you with the rope. And I mean, since like Max couldn't do it, I don't have many hopes for Robin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Same. <laughs> I think out of the three of them, Max is the fittest, so... Yeah. I mean, I can hold on to Will as well. Exactly, that's what I would suggest. Max, hold <laughs> on to That way, me. I can give you all three Another dice. <laughs> and uh, we both hold oh, on to... four dice, because I think this is pretty daring and awesome. Just I'm just gonna pull you telekinetically. Have and fun. And we both hold on to the rocks uh, with the free hand. Yeah. Just to be safe. Okay. All right. Uh, prepare yourself. Okay. I mean, it's four <laughs> dice. What could go wrong? Uh, so that is uh, two successes. One of them a four. Okay. So I'm going to say you basically go hug a big rock and um, Max just hugs you and the rock mm. and you mo- you reach your hand out towards Robin and yank. Robin, you feel yourself getting lifted off your feet and just streaking across the pit. You bump into Will, but he manages to, like, stop the telekinesis before you would, like, crash into each other with too much force. You both basically don't take any damage or anything. You just bump into each other, and it's a bit undignified, but you manage it. Just a tangle of kids. (laughs) Yes. Just a big pile of kids in a tunnel somewhere. As you Um, do this display of magic, you can feel the rumbling again. And a big rock falls down from the ceiling into the pit. And this rumbling seems a bit more pronounced than the other ones. As if something is getting more unstable. I hope we're not killing the other group. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, I, I, get, I clearly get the feeling that the magic here is responding to my magic. Do I get the feeling that it's like angry at me casting or is it more of a sense of I'm recharging whatever this destructive thing is every time I cast something okay you feel like ever since the explosion like the magical web if you want to call it sort of has been tangled or maybe a few a few strands have snapped or something and that all these little shocks are the magic trying to re-establish balance uh, but that every time you use magic, you are disrupting this attempt to reestablish this balance. Like, if you do something, you could disrupt it entirely or just cause a little hiccup. But you're not really sure how the magic will behave in this area for a bit. Mm. You very cleverly used so much magic that you accidentally cause the magical safety net above the spikes to disappear. But all of you have gotten across the spike pit undamaged, feeling, I assume, a bit proud. It would have been very funny if I rolled so bad that uh, that uh, Max falls into the spike pit and dies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same with me. You pulled us both across, honestly. Yeah. I mean, but you could have died. With Max. The thing is, you could have actually died. <laughs> yes. No, but what with, would money, have... It would have, uh, with Max, it would have been really Yeah, funny. what would we have done it if, uh, if Max had fallen into the spike pit? 
I would be that's like, that's not a you okay. problem. That's a me problem. <laughs> no, that's a me problem because I run this campaign. <laughs> then I we would have just bad about any of the shit we did. This one way better. Like than by the way, gang. By the way, gang. This adventure isn't canon. That's what we would have said then. <laughs> this is just a yeah. dream that Max had. Yeah, this is just a bad dream and Max wakes up. End of episode. Literal cliffhanger. <laughs> so we have established that Will is basically carrying you guys in the metaphorical yeah, I should sense. Just, I should just carry us less you. now because my magic mm -hmm. is an issue. All right, Max. Um, c do you think you can use your electricity powers to make light because i don't want to cast an additional spell if we can find anything that i can set on fire sure do you think you can maybe like i don't know just do like little static electricity between your fingers or something like that i i can try yeah i mean we're in this camp to improve ourselves right sure and it's not magic so maybe the cave won't be angry yeah no i'm, <laughs> I'm not doing magic since this is mostly about concentration on trying to tone down your powers, I would say this is a brain's role, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> What's the worst thing that happens if you fail? I would I say you're just, just two dice then. Brains. <laughs> yeah, no, execute me. That's still like uh, one third chance. Not better than one third. That's like 50-50, right? And one success is all you need to... Have light. <laughs> I do not get one success. I have a four and a six. Yeah. <laughs> the one time we needed you to be brainy. The one time I needed a one, I didn't get one. <laughs> Aww. So, you try to make like little lightning sparks between your fingers. But you've never done this before. And you accidentally... Yeah, I think I electrocute myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go more with like you accidentally shoot a big piece of lightning instead. But I like yours better, to be honest. Basically, what I'm trying to do is shoot mini lightning from each side of my hand. But if I overshoot one side, it just goes into me again. So I think I get electrocuted a bit. Mm. I would say your electricity like runs up your arm and you feel your arm like going, going a bit numb and twitchy and you take half a harm. <laughs> so Wee. you're now at one harm. Out of your five hit points. And Only four more I assume you stop after you accidentally taser yourself a bit. I do, yes. And now uh, Max's hair is a bit more spiky. I really don't want to do more magic. Okay, I could do one magic now. That means we don't have to do magic for this again. Yes, please. All right. The idea is I, uh, I just uh, pull my 3DS from the pocket dimension. And use it as a light source. <laughs> I mean, in that case, like, even if I transform into a demon again, the 3DS is still there. So we just have nice. a light source then. That is true. Also, it raises the stakes for me because I might lose my 3DS if something goes Oh, bad. no. <laughs> I could do so much of that. It's Chekhov's 3DS. <laughs> Finally, I mean, we it is Chekhov's 3DS. Something. It was established in the first um, act and now I'm bringing it back. Uh, 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 Will, do you want to take the cartridge out? Yeah, I actually would. What so game is playing? Uh, is Will playing right now? Uh, nothing anymore because <laughs> I pulled the cartridge out and the menu <laughs> of the 3DS is clear white. So that's probably yeah, the best Yeah, firstly light. it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, also, if you lose the 3DS, at least you still have the cartridge so you can buy yourself a new yeah. 3DS and play it there. And yes, I was playing... The console is the p expensive part. 
Exactly. I mean, the safe data is the part that I can't uh, forgive losing. Oh, um, that's true. That's true. And the game I was playing was Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer because it came with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God! So much progress you might lose there. <laughs> no, no, it's Happy Home Designer. I don't really lose anything of value, <laughs> but it's still important to me. So you take out your DS out of your pocket dimension. You still feel this little um, magical rumbling, but it seems much less pronounced than you pulling a person across yeah. 10 meters of pit. With like and a you now have click of the finger, I take the cartridge out and throw it back into the pocket dimension <laughs> before closing <laughs> it and open up the console to light us the way. Okay. All right, it's old fashioned, but it works. <laughs> old fashioned, the old 3D out of pocket. The old fashioned <laughs> use an electrical light mm -hmm. source method. Ugh. Instead so of basic. using lightning or, you know, fake Magic. fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the newfangled ways. So you have this 3DS, you put it on maximum um, like brightness. It's yes. still a lot dimmer than your hand of fire. But it lights your way as you make your way across um, a few more twists and turns mm. of this tunnel. And then you start seeing a softly glowing green light at the end of the tunnel. You first notice it as like a light glow around the next bend. And as you sort of peek around it, you see that the tunnel opens up to a big cavern, it looks like, where the entire cavern is lit softly by a bunch of big stalagmites that are like sprouting from the bottom, like easily like twice your height. And they are softly glowing green. Do you want to go in or do you want to... Have a look first. We're having a look first. I assumed. So who's going to look? I have a feeling it will be Robin. Who's going to help? Yes. I, feel. <laughs> I mean, all of us. We're all looking. Robin is just looking best. We're all looking. Okay. I don't <laughs> think... Oh, thank you. <laughs> Robin's think... just looking good, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the looking for traps is daring or awesome, but I'm going to give you two additional dice um, from your ability and from the other people, like sort of having a look with you, and I'm assuming just sort of brainstorming and whispering um, what you can see. So three dice, brains, five or below. Roll. One five and a two and a one. A critical success with a question you can ask. Nice. So as you look outside um, into the cavern, you manage to sort of keep to the edges so you don't feel like maybe even turn away the 3DS so that you are not as noticeable. Mm. And you see a big cavern, like warehouse big. Mm. Um, you can see these six um, stalagmites that are grown from the bottom. And as you look a bit closer, you notice, um, since you came from the right tunnel, that to the left there seems to be another tunnel entrance. And the three stalagmites at the left... They look a bit like someone carved out a chair or a throne out of the base of them. And you can see three figures sitting on these chairs. They look to be the three people from your opposite team. They're just sitting there covered in this green light and not moving at all. Um, to the left of the three stalagmites, so in the middle between the two rows, in the exact middle of this cavern, you see a very big 
throne, definitely a throne this time, made out of green crystal on a little pedestal, but there's no one on it. And the three stalagmites that are closest to your tunnel entrance are empty, but also have this carved out chair-like section. I don't have any advantage on my, I don't know, magical senses in a way, but uh, this feels, this feels bad magic-y, this feels bad juju. Actually, you got a critical success. You will get something, a bonus. I was just going to say, you see the three people. I mean, but we're also say, both helping. So is there something magical? I would say, Maybe will I you also get yeah. strong magic vibes from the crystal throne? And they seem sort of, if this net of magic that lays across everything, it seems like this is like a slight low point where the magic seems to be flowing into it and since it's unstable you feel this sort of flickering magic center over the throne Um, Robin you still still have have a question question, how did they get trapped there? You look at them and you see that for once Ryan's clothes are dirty they Mm. seem to be scuffed (gasps) a bit um, and Isabel's hair seems to be in disarray and Yumi just has one of her sleeves missing you also see their glowing green sword just lying broken next to the throne in the center. They seem to be have been in a fight and lost. I'm getting the feeling that maybe the king under the mountain thing, uh, maybe they use it for flavor, but it's also actually here. That's very irresponsible. An actual mind control ghost, may I add. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the challenges so far have been very dangerous. Yeah, but at least there were supervisors in the others. Yeah, we have healers. We can just throw them into spike pits. You the can't is, heal somebody wh- once they're dead. <laughs> I mean, as far as you know. R- well. ro- <laughs> <laughs> right now, we have the element of surprise. What, what is the game plan? Do we want to free the others or do we want to go to the, s- to the throne? Or what do we do here? The thing is, if this is actually a ghost we're fighting here, I'm no exorcist. I'm the thing that gets exorcised. Yeah. Maybe we can get... If we can get Ryan free, maybe he can do something. Pretty sure he already tried, though. Yeah, but this time he has... uh, And Will points at Max. This time he has the greatest distraction I've ever met. (laughs) You're the distraction. That's my plan. You... Actually, do we remember if the legend says anything about how he used his magic on people? You try to remember what was on the piece of paper and you remember like saying the forces of good prevailed because the king of the mountain couldn't con- could only control like one person at a time. But he mm. had like a, mag- a magic item, like a crown, a black crown that could like just increase his power like a hundredfold. So they managed to separate him from the crown and then he was much easier to take down. But it said nothing about like him, uh, them having to lock eyes with him or something like that, like something that we could avoid. It seemed like he mostly tried to pick people with superpowers and magic users. So you feel like maybe there's something about them that makes it easier for him to control them. Mm. So what we're saying is that I might have an advantage here for once. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here's the thing. We don't know if, as soon as we get down there, 
whatever's on that throne will mobilize the others against us. True. What we need to do, if the legend is to be trusted, is separate him from his crown, which we can't even see right now. And then if we can weaken his control on the others, he would be a lot easier to take down. And maybe we can use Ryan's help combined with my, I don't want to say it like that, but superior magical power (laughs) to exercise whatever this is. If it's a perversion of some sort of Firefox or the actual king under the mountain. So if he can actually just take over one person at a time, then I guess... True. I could just make him want to control me, you know, by being awesome and stuff. (laughs) And maybe since he seems to be mostly interested or capable of controlling uh, super-powered individuals, perhaps you can actually separate the crown from from him then, Robin. All right. But what if he does actually get you, Max? Well, you better dodge the lightning. (laughs) Yay. Meanwhile, I'll try to sneak to the others in case he doesn't mobilize them and try to get Ryan out of whatever the trance he's in is, if possible, without using magic. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Are we splitting the party? Maybe. We're all in the same room. room. We're all in the same room. Yeah. We're we're just dividing the world. We're utilizing each other to our strengths. Yes. So, Max, how do you want to cause a distraction? Are you going to be a walking firework basically i'm not sure are we like elevated to i would say you're just like at the same level like the uh, okay Mm. tunnel just goes right into it yeah and i think i'm i'm just gonna run in and do a fireworks routine okay (laughs) i'm gonna say this pretty emotional and 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 impulsive so uh that's a wrong roll your ability helps this is staring it awesome because of this planning phase, I'm going to say the first thing you do that belongs to the plan you made, you get one additional die, like the help you have from making this plan. Okay. The, so for one for one action that you do to make this plan happen, you get an additional die. So, Mimi, this is going to be four dice, brown, three, and above. <laughs> Go. Let's see. Let's see what we're working with here. <clears throat> Well, I have a three exactly, a six, a nice. four, and a two. So it's like three successes. And nice. Well, my number once. Nice. So what does this look like? Um, I think what I'm doing is I start with uh, some sparks. And I think I can do at least like ones that are blue in color or yellow in color. <laughs> Nice. So I'm sort of mixing them up and um, then what I start doing is shoot lightning that ends in sparks, um, basically just towards the roof of the cave. Okay, you shoot lightning. You take a few steps out there and just explode in sparks and fireworks. As you um, look through your sparks towards the throne, a shape appears. And you have never quite seen something like this. It seems like reality itself sort of gets a crack and parts. And then a head appears. And then two arms sort of grow out of this crack and land on like the armrests of the throne. And then two legs appear and sort of stomp down next to the chair legs, I don't know, of the throne. It looks like... 
a rip in reality. There is just absolute blackness inside the silhouette. You can clearly see a crown shape on top of this ghost's head. And you can clearly clearly see him like turning his head towards you and starting to stand up and saying in like a booming voice that shakes the room. Who dares to enter my realm? So it definitely seems focused on you entirely. Yeah, I mean, Max sees this and thinks that this might have been a bad idea. <laughs> well, I, I I want to say something real quick because you asked me a question. <laughs> um, That's just impolite not to answer. Yes, they have a plan, even though it's maybe not the best plan. So um, she just says very loudly, I am Sparky and I'm here to challenge you. Um, And she sort of throws his head back and laughs and says, Sparky, (laughs) I will have this bark for myself. And he rushes towards you, sort of not running, just gliding through the air towards you. This is the moment where Max notices, wait, it's really hard to take this name seriously. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. (laughs) I feel like this summer camp might be the reason the name changed. Yeah. (laughs) We found the reason for this arc. Max needed to find out that Sparky is a dumb name. (laughs) Okay, he rushes towards you. I assume you're going, um, your distraction was mostly to the right so that he was distracted from the tunnel entrance. Yeah. So I'm just going to say you were walking towards the like stalagmites on the right and just he is thoroughly distracted. Maybe it could help to get, you know, to get the mountain king to the uh, to the prophet, basically to like bring him to where Robin is at currently. But in a way, he wouldn't see where Robin is. You mostly think he seems to be mostly human in shape and he did turn his head shape towards you. So you would assume okay, he still yeah. has like the yeah. human physical um, limitations of only being able to look in one direction. Mm. So but the crown does Robin seem so a distinct shape from his possible to head. like get it off its off of his head. <clears throat> oh, I still have the sword floating around me, right? Yes, I would say if you wanted it to come with you, it's still with you. If you're thinking like, no, this is not enough of a distraction, I would say okay, yeah, I think it's we still left it. <laughs> okay, because I think you wanting the sword to stay, it would not come with you. It's just Yeah, I think that makes near, more sense. Um, near Robin. I guess Robin could also use it in some way if they wanted to. Yeah, it's almost as if like mm-hmm. someone decided that the one person without offensive powers should have some kind of thing that could fo- that would act as a force mm, multiplier I mean, and could maybe It's not my fault that the so sword wandered with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's Max's sword. That's just canon now. Um, actually, I've realized that I've only ever used one of my powers. <laughs> and that I do have, like, two mm-hmm. other powers, right? Mm-hmm. So Robin can actually do capoeira because um, one of Robin's dads is Brazilian and he kind of um, wanted Robin to learn it as well. Because all Brazilian people know it. Because, you know, also also capoeira is like cool. the one martial art that would actually work with using brains instead of bronze. It's a very, char- I, I feel it's a very charisma based martial art. Mm-hmm. More than. In- so yeah, I'm going to try mind. to fly and kick the head out of, uh, off of um, 
<laughs> off of the ghost. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that is not where my head was going. Oh yeah, Capoeira, it's it's a very brain based thing. I'm gonna kick the head. I'm gonna kick the ghost in the head. Okay. And also, I have to. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and also, I try to sneak over. And yes. That's the things we do. Okay, so who wants to go first? I have a feeling that maybe, maybe will, um, will go first, because yeah, I'm trying to get away before the com uh, combat scenario here happens. Before shit goes down. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so will mm -hmm. you want to sneak by i would say this is definitely a brain i don't have an ability that helps me except for illusions but i don't want to use those yeah with two dice okay that's yep. uh brain okay. was below so that's a two and a three that's two successes. very good nice that's a full success so this means it works well um the king seems entirely distracted by max's display And as you sort of inch your way out of along the wall, you can see him like reaching to his shadowy waist and pulling out a a shadowy sword shape. But he's his uh, back is like turned entirely towards you and he doesn't seem to notice anything as you make your way across or along the wall and sort of flit over the second tunnel entrance and towards the stalagmites on the left. Robin, yes. you want to flying head kick the Shadow King. Since we've established that Capoeira is only going to do this as a basically the martial arts version of a sniper shot, I would I would allow you to make this a brains roll. <laughs> <laughs> I would yes. also say this is staring and awesome. <laughs> and you have um, the help from like the plan you made. So you have four dice. That's four dice. Brains, wow. five or below. <laughs> have you a feeling this might work? The question is how well? Well, it's two fives, a four and a two. Okay. Okay. How does this look? Describe to me what this looks like. So um, Max did lure the, the guy close to me, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm sort of just gonna... Um, there's a wall behind me, I'm guessing? Yes. Sure. Yeah, so basically there's gonna be a jump onto the wall so uh, a bit to get a bit of height and then just straight up towards him with like one leg in front, one one behind the one leg that pushed itself off the wall first. Okay, you jump off the wall. We have this incredible moment of it feels like slow motion as you extend your foot and just fly towards the Shadow King in the middle of his rush with like his sword at his side and you just kick him in the head. The crown goes flying. It it's I'm gonna say the bonus for this is it goes flying like almost exactly into Max's hands. Like you this is not baseball, this is precision kicking. You kick <laughs> his shadowy crown. It's sort of it's, it's still baseball, I'm the catcher. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just doing. I'm just doing a baseball swing. You're just doing foot. an illegal move. You're just, yeah, you're just <laughs> illegally pitching with your foot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the king definitely reels from this enormous kick to his head. Not only to kick off his crown, you also send him like tumbling through the side and crashing through the ground. Although he doesn't seem to make any sound as he moves, and he sort of 
lies there and shakes his head and looks up and says, A worthy opponent, finally. But you seem to definitely dealt him a powerful blow. Does this give me the opportunity to do my thing while he's distracted? <laughs> I will say yes. Whatever okay. you're going to do, I'm going to give you an additional help die from saying this nice. was such... It was it was four successes. I, I Right now I'm running towards Ryan and seeing what his state is. Okay. Um, hmm. Does it seem like he's in a trance? He seems more like in some sort of stasis. You can see him not moving at all, not even breathing, not blinking. Um, the sort of green light seems to be... It seems almost like the part where the chair, like the sitting surface was carved out. The green light seems to still be in the shape of the stalagmite that should have been there. It mm. seems like he is basically in a stasis pod that is stalagmite-shaped but the front part of it just seems ma be made out of light. When you reach mm. your hand forward and touch it, it also feels like there's some sort of hard surface there. I uh, look over at the king. I see that he seems to be distracted. And even though that's not my usual uh, area of magic, I just try to, like, not demon mode, but magical brute force through the power. Basically putting my hands onto this stasis thing and trying to, like, just flow magical energy into it to destabilize it. Okay. I think this depends on how exactly you are thinking. I'm thinking if you... One way would be just to... You want to throw so much magic inside that whatever sort of magical weave is holding this spell together just gets overloaded and breaks. The other mm. way would be to find a weak point and basically like find that one one little part in the diamond where you can shatter this thing one would actually be that seems like it it would be more in line with how well was trained okay uh trying to sort of find the weak point in this spell it also just happens to be that the second part would be a brains roll which is more your more your oh, style. what a coinky dink yes <laughs> weird isn't it oh wow yeah two-thirds so, is better than 50 50 <laughs> so I would say this is a brains roll where your ability doesn't help. No, nope, but, but the help helps. The help helps. So two, so dice, two dice, brains, four or below. Yep, that is. One and a two. One and a two. That's definitely four and below. So a full success. It works well. You put your hand on this sort of stony surface made out of light and use your magical senses to find this one little spot. And as you place your hand there and just put a tiny magical pulse in there, it seems like the glass sort of shatters. There's a spiderweb of glowing cracks that comes out of your hand and the cracks sort of race across the entire surface of this force field and just it shatters. And Ryan Will sort does of a little, yes! And Ryan sort of slumps a bit forwards and catches himself and blinks groggily. Oh, hi there. Fancy seeing you here. Will puts a finger on his lips to signal to him that he shouldn't make noise. And his then own takes or Ryan's? Ryan's. Yes. I puts a finger on his lips. <laughs> he uh, blinks and turns red. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah, perfect. He's quiet now. 
Will takes <laughs> Will takes Ryan's hand in both of his hands and he says, "He turns even redder." Get ready, Ryan. I need you. Oh God! <laughs> you just killed this poor boy. His eyes get wide and he just starts nodding furiously. You said your you said you're not strong. Uh, your magic isn't strong enough yet to exercise something big. He points over at the at the king. Mine is, but I can't exercise. We have to work together. He looks at you and looks at the shadowy ghost. I think this is the moment where he just gets kicked like over and just um, lies there. And he looks over to you and just nods decisively once. Yeah, I pull, I pull him along with me towards the ghost. You leave the others there, I guess? Yes. They can get up <laughs> Seems later. Seems fair. They're not needed yet. <laughs> yeah. They don't have useful powers. <laughs> yes. They could be a oh, good distraction. Oh, the, the ghost is green now. Uh, he's blue now. Oh, now orange. Cool. <laughs> so, Robin, as you stand, yes. as you basically do a in-air flip, whatever, rotation, something cool, and land, do you want to land in a superhero pose? I mean, definitely. You land in a superhero pose? The the, the sort of capoeira crouch isn't that far off from yeah. the superhero landing anyway, isn't it? is not it? So, as you land in your... Um, pose your eyes flick over to where Will is just pulling Ryan to his feet and have a feeling like yes this will work uh, what are we gonna do with a hat now <laughs> like, can crown. we can we just yeah the crown um, why am Doesn't I saying seem hat? Destroyable. I'm, I'm sort of figuring it like I see it sort of as rather the hat of the flying Dutch Dutchman from from Spongebob <laughs> than a crown for some reason um, you have had a brief contact with the crown as you punched it away. And you definitely saw that it is separate from the Mountain King. But it seems a lot weaker on its own. You have a feeling that they have a very synergistic relationship and that removing the crown from his head has actually weakened the crown as well. So does it does it seem like if we perchance had access to some sort of spectral weapon, we might be able to destroy it with it? If that would be a, a very, weapon. very good idea. I'm just going to say throughout all your incredible kicks and flips, as soon as you like land, the sword still sort of ha- hovers beside you. Or comes, comes back hovering beside you. To me, it's mostly like it's as a default, it stays with Max. But if Max like yeah. Max like wills it to stay somewhere else, it's just gonna attach to Robin because that's the yeah. closest to Max it can get. I mean, <laughs> that means I could probably call it right. Probably. Awesome, Max, destroy the hat. The <laughs> Max, destroy the crown with the sword. Um, and the king's head whips around to you, and he sort of scrambles to his feet again and says no and tries to intercept it yes (laughs) i will say as soon as you think about it the sword starts to whip over towards you perfect i'm not even gonna try to catch the sword i'm just gonna try to call it to me with the blade first and then hold the (laughs) crown in front of me so while flying it will just hit the crown and hopefully not pierce through you as well. And hopefully not me. I mean, hold it above your head and make it thro- go go above your head. I mean, I can do that. It can still like hit me in the head, you know, but... I will say we will stay with this because this is definitely emotional and, impul- and impulsive. And this yes. is definitely daring and awesome. 
Well, I have a three and a six and a two. Ooh, that's a, that's a full success. The Spectral King lunges forward. His own black rip in reality sword tries to batter your glowing green sword out of the way, but he's just a hair too slow. Like the blade barely, barely misses your sword and it just streaks towards you. Are you holding the crown like as if you had wanted to put it on your head or like I I hold it in the way that it's basically facing the right side up not uh, turned to the side like a ring. The sword streaks towards you and just rams itself through the entire crown and you can hear this horrible shrieking sound and this wrongness that emanates from this crown like there's a, a explosion of it but as you recover from this brief uh, moment of okay this is just everything it's not supposed to be the crown is gone your sword is hovering next to your hand in an attack pose like you only have to close your hand to grab it and the king is just screaming and shouting in rage he seems to like shrink a tiny bit You're not quite sure if you're imagining it or not. This wave of wrongness seems lessened somehow. And you have destroyed his crown. He seems very angry and he charges towards you. Robin, what are you doing? Uh, the thing is, it's already kind of distracted by me, isn't it? Like, it called me a worthy opponent. But yeah, the crown thing got it to me. <laughs> the crown thing yeah. got it to He's you. He's now just angry between I'm having a worthy opponent and someone just destroyed my MacGuffin I need mm. to create to fulfill my um, unlife goals he seems to be mostly focused on Sam he's also uh, lunging Max. towards with his, with his like a sword yeah what did I do you could try restraining him maybe um, but he's not super solid is he no but you managed to kick his head yeah no, I'm just gonna try to get the rope around it like oh or, Oh, we, we have the rope still. It's gonna lasso. I'm gonna lasso a fucking ghost. King of the mountains ghost. <laughs> I'm not sure how we could use Capoeira to no. be better at lassoing. But I would say that like your observation and deduction, like just your mind being so incredibly good at like calculating and stuff that would help you with like calculating the trajectory and stuff you need right. to Big lasso brain. him. Also, I'm also saying this is staring at awesome. We're trying to lasso a ghost. So, <laughs> Howdy, two additional partner. dice. Well, that's a five and two fours. Nice! Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, you swing it around like once, twice, and just let it loose. Mm -hmm. And it goes around the head of the king. And as you pull it taut, goes taut around his neck and Oof. just wrench him backwards and he falls backwards his lunge falls short like so much he claws at his throat and wheels around towards you and says now that is just cheating <laughs> I'd say this would be a great point for Will and Ryan to show up and oh, yeah. run up to him And for Will to shout, you haven't seen cheating yet. Yes. <laughs> Fighting words. And he shouts at Ryan right next to him. Go for it. I don't want to roll for an NPC. 
Yeah, I think it would make the most sense if I made the role and we treated like a help action from him because he's basically using me as a power battery for his exorcism. Yeah. And I'm going to be like the fair person here because like I would prefer this was a brains role, but this really feels like a brawn role to me. Okay, go. Okay, that is a four and a five. The third one is a two. That's not a success. Okay, but two dice is all you need to have a full success. It works well. Ooh. Do you want to ask a question before or after I describe what's happening? Uh, I have a question. Um, okay. I have the question of, does it hurt to be fucking blown out of this universe? <laughs> <laughs> you stand there hand in hand as you start to glow with this white energy and Ryan extends his hand with like palm out and just it looks like he is like cleaning a window or something <laughs> he swipes his hand left and the entire head of the king is just wiped away and he wipes swipes left and his entire and half of his torso just ceases to exist and he wipes left and right and left and right <laughs> and with every wipe he does a part of the king just gets wiped from existence. As soon as his head was gone, you it couldn't hear any screaming, but you have seen him convulsing and struggling and kicking and trying to get away. And suddenly there is silence and the green light from the stalagmites just disappears and plunges you all into darkness, except for the two figures standing in the middle of this enormous cavern, just glowing and shining brightly. You feel this sigh of relief from the universe, it seems like. You feel this little moment of where the web of magic, the web of reality sort of knits itself together again. And this disturbance that you will have been feeling and you just notice has been this sort of unease that has just crept onto you, just suddenly vanish. Will sighs in relief and collapses. Will, Will, come on, Will. I'm not, I'm not dead. I'm just, you know, exhausted. Oh, let God. me just, let me just recharge for a little bit. That was awesome. I'm not sure. I think Ryan just leans down and kisses you. Uh, I, 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 I stop him. I stop him. I hold a hand up weakly and stop him. And then like I, oh, oh. I turn my cheek to him. <laughs> <laughs> she kisses your cheek and he's like, Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to presume. Oh, uh. Yeah, I'm fine with a little bit of intimacy, but, you know, we, uh, we essentially have been s talking for one day. Just, you know. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. didn't mean to. Um, yeah, I don't want to make this <laughs> awkward or anything. It's just, you know. Yes, I no, legs, absolutely my bad. You know. No, it's it's absolutely <laughs> no problem. I mean, I just, I, no, you don't have to say anything. It's It's just... And this is what um, Max and Robin <laughs> are arriving at to see. <laughs> just yeah, Ryan looking extremely flustered and waving his hands around. Just a very and awkward just scene. Lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah M Max just turns around to Robin and says, imagine being that awkward about liking someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine, right? Right? <laughs> Robin turns very red, but uh, fortunately it's too dark to see. Yeah, the last bits of like um, dim, dim light leave Ryan, but you notice two glowing t-shirts walking towards you from like the other side of the cavern 
and then Isabel and Yumi are coming into view and like, wow, you guys did it. Okay. Okay, not bad losers. Not bad at all. Could you stop being a prick for a second? Like Ryan helped us. Like we could very much call this like a joint success if you're not being assholes about it. Okay. <laughs> I I take the Isabel chain off bit... of my neck and throw it throw the thing towards Isabel. Here, peace offering. Oh. Oh. Is this and she opens it up and sees I think this is the illusion rock. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is. It absolutely is. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's you you know, you're actually not that bad. And don't Dare tell anyone I said that. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> no, Who would I tell everybody this? about this? <laughs> Who would I tell this even? I think this is a good, a good place to go into montage mode. <laughs> yeah. We see you guys sort of maybe taking a seat on the steps before the throne, and just maybe, maybe even sharing that one packet of of uh, apple juice <laughs> yeah why and not no. come on it's a celebration and after a while um we see all of you like the adrenaline leaving and you th- and and you sort of quieting down a bit more and then there's a rumble and right between the two cave entrances or tunnel entrances another one forms and the entirety all of the camp counselors <laughs> Like, all five of them just rushing in, like, decked out, and you see, like, emergency equipment and first aid um, backpacks, like, full to the brim, and just rushing in, looking at you and looking around, and we just see them exchanging, like, baffled and impressed looks, and then rushing towards you to get you the help you might need. Mm. In the evening at the normal campfire, not the enormous one at the end of the week. <laughs> Your group gets approached by Guy Dixon and he's like, okay, team, that was very, very well done. But I have a question for you. What about the secret mission? Did you finish it? I hold up the thing that Ryan dropped for us. And I pull, oh. I pull the actual thing out of my backpack. Oh, Max gives two thumbs up. (laughs) For fairness sake, uh, we all worked really, you know, we couldn't have defeated the Mountain King if it weren't for Ryan. But, you know, we still won. It was still us. We still won. Yeah, I think this is pretty clear. Um, So, now that you have, and he takes the two pieces um, that you gave him, now that we have established that you have... Firstly, accomplished your secret mission, and secondly, definitely won the scavenger hunt. I will now tell you what is your reward. Can anyone guess? Don't ruin this. I'm just starting to have fun with winning. Okay, so you know the big, big campfire at the end of the camp? You will be entirely free of chores for the entire week. No cleaning, no cooking, no washing the dishes. You will have to do absolutely nothing at all for the camp. Everything will be done by either us or the other camp entities. How does that sound? 
Can I make someone specific do my chores? <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, I would try to make it fair to everyone, but if you have someone in mind. <laughs> and Max is just sort of fighting with herself because she knows this is probably not the right thing to do. But also, <laughs> she's a child and a bit vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she says, well... Isabel basically said that she sort of wants to make it up to us that we, you know, help them out. <laughs> so I think it would be really great if, you know, I, I mean, she would feel way less guilty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's definitely not enough that I tricked her with the, with the fake pendant thing. <laughs> hmm, I mean, she is the leader of the team you defeated, so it kind of would make sense. As, okay. as uh, I, I don't know, does Guy still stay? No, I'm just going to okay. say he sort of claps you on the shoulder and congratulates you again and then walks away again. As Guy leaves, I want to see if he goes to the other group at the campfire. <laughs> I think he does. Uh, and I want to see their reaction uh, when they try to show him the wrong rock. Yes! Uh, which is, uh, at the moment she pulls it out of the backpack, I want to drop the illusion. Yes, that was I asked. Yeah. So, you see Isabel just sort of looking smug and rooting out in her backpack and pulling out the orb and sort of um, flourishing it. And as soon, um, I'm assuming then um, that Guy looks impressed for a second and then the illusion drops. Um, Isabel just throws the rock into the bushes and glares at you with as much hate as she can muster. And you see Guy sort of looking over to you raising an eyebrow and you can see him like trying his best to suppress a wide grin and just stepping in between of you and you can see him his body language sort of like trying to calm down Isabel <laughs> and the next thing you hear is oh fuck no 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 no! I'm not gonna clean after these are you fuck and it goes on like this for a bit we'll just laugh but yes. do, do you get in I think trouble we just, for I think we just camp? I think we just cruelly <laughs> laugh at her misery. Yes. <laughs> I think so yeah. too. <laughs> and you can oh actually God, see Guy going, becoming a bit irritated and frustrated. And in the end, he just sort of calms it down a bit and goes over to <laughs> get like the mental counselor, <laughs> counselor to get this over with. But he definitely shoots a big grin at you um, as he walks over. Uh, as he walks Guy away. Dixon is proud of us. Yay! <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not interested All in I his approval. From this campaign. <laughs> I mean, he's also not interested oh. in our approval, but apparently yeah. he is because Dude. he cried. Dude, I mean, it would be so cool if you just shouted that after him as he as he like reads <laughs> at you. I mean, uh, I, I think Will has, like the the progress that Will has made is that you notice that he actually had fun and that participating can be fun. So I don't think he's gonna dunk on Guy Dixon in this situation. Yeah. yeah. Aww. Character growth. Yeah. It's my character and arc at every summer camp I was in at at a team. <laughs> Max um, gets serious, uh, turns to the other two and says, Sparky is not a great name, is it? No. I mean, I'm not a superhero expert. I'm sorry, but but no. it, it does sound very silly, yeah. Time to change it, I guess. I mean, I'm sure you can Yeah, think maybe you could get a focus group on that or something. Yeah, something like really, that, right? Really workshop the name or something. Yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. 
something with one of the later letters of the alphabet in it and a word that <laughs> sort of symbolizes electric charges or something like that. Why shock? Yes, why shock? That's good. Let's do that. Let's do Z zap. <laughs> Z zap. Z zap is actually kind of great. Yes. <laughs> Workshop it a bit. We're changing the name again. <laughs> the Z zapper. You have been the zapped. Actually, the Z zapper sounds like the name of a super villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just someone who makes people fall asleep. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With my patented Z zap gun, I will make you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine it like, like sh shooting like little little Z's at people, and if they get hit, they like fall asleep. I will get beat up by Starbolt in a side episode of his one-shot comic. <laughs> I'll be a powerful all-star on Watch Mojo Top Ten Lamest Supervillain List. <laughs> Tell you what, when I'm a big shot superhero in Waypoint, you can come visit me. With my new name. I don't know if I'm going to be a superhero, but, you know, why not? I'm not going to be a superhero. <laughs> you can still visit me. I tell you what, I remember it, all right? I remember it. Fair Definitely. enough. And with that promise given by a 30 teenager, we will <laughs> end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And... I'm sure this will be a long one. So thank you for yeah. staying with us for yeah. this entirety. I just have one more question. And that question is, do your characters find out that Max has indeed become uh, a hero in Waypoint? And how do they react to it? You you know that Robin is going to be um, Keeping Facebook <laughs> stalking <laughs> Max. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Will might find out. But uh, that's something that can maybe lead back into the main plot at some yes, point. Yes, yes, I would enjoy that. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out if 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 Will becomes uh, the John Constantine of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to thank Mimi for your continued portrayal of Max, and I I really hope that some of this stuff gets finds its way into the canon. <laughs> Julian, I would like to say to th thank you to you too for. Giving us will for better or for worse. <laughs> Definitely for I think better. I love for the will. better. Definitely for the better. I haven't gotten a lot of feedback on the Camp Max arc yet, so I can't say how the how the audience in general responded to Will. But well, clearly Max is everyone's favorite character, so they're gonna love it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of feedback, if you guys want to get in touch with us, we are on pretty much all social media. We are on Twitter. We are on. TikTok. TikTok. We are on uh, Instagram. I don't think we have a Discord yet because there are not that many people. <laughs> but if you want to get in touch with us, we are at WaypointPod, all in one word, at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Shoot us a quick message. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. And still, pets, pets, just pictures of pets would be awesome. Just anything. We're so lonely. Yes. Please tell me I did good. I'm so you all about my GMing skills. Please tell us we're I not speaking into the void. Maybe maybe if the void speaks back. Nice. <laughs> Can't the void mm. just gaze back once? Yes, just once. But we Notice know me, notices. Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> and last of all, I would really like to um, thank Sam for being here with us and playing Robin. I did not see that hat kick coming. <laughs> me neither. And I'm here for it. I really liked what, what you did here. And 
if there is maybe in the future some way um, where we could involve you again, I would I would absolutely like to see that. Mm. But again, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And maybe you can be one of the people who tweets at us. So that we avoid maybe sort of glance in our direction once. Sam doesn't really have social media, which is the best decision anyone can ever make. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Very much valid. I'm just too lazy for social media. Anyways, thank you to our listeners for staying with us for this um, side adventure. Next episode, we'll be back to the main plot in Waypoint. Uh, I can... I can feel the power to take over the narrative growing in me. <laughs> uh, soon, I will be strong enough again. Now that uh, Julian um, is back Mutating in the, into a new form. Has reached his <laughs> next form. form. I'm not sure if it's, if, if it's his final form. Oh, Second boss. But now one. that Julian can go back to his well-loved um, GM chair, which, <laughs> which I have warmed up for him, mm. I really hope we will see you again next time. And we will just leave you with... Hey, bye bye. Bye. Why do I still keep waving at the microphone? Damn it.